often we become possessed and obsessed whether we are making the right decision or not. If you become obsessed, you are basically assuming that the universe will reward you for one thing and punish you for another, which is a wrong assumption. Welcome to Solve with Sessions podcast. I'm your host, Emma Evelyn Campbell, and you're listening to the right podcast if you're ready to push past your limitations, navigate your fears, and live a life aligned with your truth. I believe we can express our true nature and power when we get to know who we truly are. And this podcast gives you the tools and resources to do exactly that. So join us as myself and guests share our soul's truth so that you can feel safe to share yours. Don't forget to head to the show notes to get even more involved with the community. Now, let's get on with our episode for today. The, the beginning of a summer, I can feel that the energy, when the energy shifted, yeah. I, just, I just feel like something was happening, but I didn't know what. But I felt some, um, a sense of disconnection. I get that, totally. And so, yeah. But I knew that I shouldn't judge whatever it is that I feel and just trust that it is part of the face. And I did it. Now I feel like I'm ready to go out. I'm ready to show up. I'm ready for podcast interview. Yeah. <laughs> How did you have that trust in that space? Because a lot of people will it is so hard. go through that disconnection and experience the emotions that come with that disconnection and really struggle to navigate them. So how did you lean into having that trust there? It is extremely difficult because I feel like this year itself, that was the moment that I hit my plateau, that I feel like, oh, this, these, whatever these feelings are, is quite new and... The disconnection feels, I think the impact of this this disconnection is almost like I just didn't feel like doing any routine. Mm. I just didn't feel like I want to do anything. I just want to not do anything. I feel exhausted all the time. I wouldn't say that my main job was the main cause of it, although it does play a huge role in how, in how I feel. And therefore, I have made a decision to leave my full-time job, but not mm-hmm. completely. I mm-hmm. uh, gave them an option and I requested if I could just work part-time, not full-time, and then see Amazing. how it's going to uh, bring me. It's going to open so many doors for you. Exactly. That yeah. is the thing that I want to ask because we are so overdue to talk and oh, totally. to have that trust, I guess, to kind of, for example, if you are, if you have a full-time job, say if you are immersed like this level, but then if you want to jump out of the water right away, it can feel quite scary. Definitely. So um, I was uh, very cautious in taking the step, not wanting to go up right away. Instead, I, or perhaps I'm just going to take a waist size uh, uh, step and just sort of like a taking, uh, dipping your toe in the water slowly. Uh, but I do know, um, I have this deep knowing that everything is just going to be fine as it always has been. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can see it in your energy as well. I can feel it that 
things are really going to just create that space it's creating that space right and trusting in that space as me and you are both Joe Dispenser lovers and that whole idea of just trusting in the unknown is where you can oh I love that mini cup sorry I'm just (laughs) I'm distracted by a tiny little cup that (laughs) Jackson go go on YouTube when you're watching this and you can see Uh the mini cup (laughs) anyway back to what I was saying trusting in that unknown and trusting in that ability to allow things to throw into your life by not just focusing on what is and what you currently have but also I love what you said there creating that safety because Mm. some of us don't feel ready to fully take that jump out of something that's making us feel drained or frustrated absolutely of course if you're someone who's in a abusive situation get yourself out don't half dip out get yourself out but in this case when it's like jobs or family or whatever it may be a relationship that's just maybe not serving you and you're not sure how to leave it you know taking those small steps and that practical guidance is really helpful for some people to make that process feel safe because we do have to create that safety sometimes for ourselves absolutely and I think uh, looking back I've pretty much been uh doing this my whole life that I'm not bound to the environment or at least I'm not I don't like the idea of being confined in an environment that I know that I could change Mm. and so that's why that last two months is the first time that I feel like every feeling felt new Um, and so even to want to trust that to, to want to have that knowing feels kind of hard like am I going to be okay am I going to be okay is this the right thing to do it's like the ego kept calculating it's like because when the ego was introduced of course everything has to be questioned (laughs) (laughs) and I think some people will be listening to this and think oh my God, I resonate completely with what you are saying because so many people, especially after COVID, are in this boat, are in this situation. So how are some of those things that you introduced to yourself, what are some of the practices that you used to really get yourself feeling safe and enabling you to make that jump with a greater sense of ease? Of course, it was hard and of course it was difficult, but how did you get yourself in that mindset to just take it, but with a sense of safety for yourself. I guess uh, tapping into that resources that we all have, which is that intuition, which is a deeper knowing that deep down, you know that you are taking the right decision and tuning in to that soft whisper inside your head that's been nudging you or poking you that, hey, this is what you should be doing. If only you would want to invite yourself to quiet down that monkey mind that's basically there to calculate everything, predict everything. That normal ego um, mind, that that protection, if you like, that safety net that's going to, oh, are you sure this is the right moment? Are you, are you, are you sure that you can handle this? It's like, zip, I'm back again. Mm. <laughs> but, but I, I, again, I observed myself. I just witness whatever my ego says. I allow them to, to come out, really. All of these disturbances, all of these 
calculation and wanting to predict, trying to predict the outcome. Um, I, 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 I allow it, I, I gave it a space. I allow it to come up to the surface. But I didn't, how would I best put it? But I didn't give it away to kind of steer me uh, away from knowing that I guess I want this. I knew that I would want to trust my my intuition. Mm-hmm. And it's powerful that you made that choice to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and so I think I guess there are there are there are moments where I feel like, oh, I have made a quick decision that I would like to change it while I have time. And when that thing happened, I I forgave myself that it is okay for you to want to um, uh, uh, change your decision. Don't feel ashamed. Uh, you still have time. Just simply say what you want and convey your message and and see what's going to happen. And, and therefore I did. Because I initially wanted to literally leave, like mm. just completely leave. But again, another... Uh, um, when I when I listened to my intuition, I I had this aha moment where maybe you would want to tweak a little bit, and it's okay to change and change your decision. I love that. Yeah. And how do we listen to that voice? Because the ego and the intuition, if we're not practicing listening to the difference between the two can sound very familiar at times, mm-hmm. right? So how do you learn to differentiate between those two and follow that part of you, which is guiding you in the direction of your higher self or of your path, of your mission, whatever someone wants to call it? The more you do this practice, tuning into your own um, resources, which is that intuition. I started off with the very little, little moment in life where just for example, like if I commute to work, if I knew that there's that gap feeling that tells me take the earliest train, and if I didn't listen to it, there is a higher chance that that train will be delayed or cancelled. Mm. It actually happens a few times now, and so when that happened, I I when that. It's my when that appears in my consciousness, for example, take the earliest train. I very quickly, uh, um, most of the times I would be like, nah, it's going to be fine. And then when I get to the train station, cancelled. Mm. I built that, but even, even, if I, even if I did go early, sometimes um, uh, nothing would happen. But that's how I trained myself to just become aware on a day-to-day basis there's always event that's going to present you something that you could learn for example because love is basically just presenting you something where you're not free or something that's going to teach you something Mm. because when you are conscious when you are super conscious or i think and you are so connected to yourself and and that Cosmic, when you are connected to that, to that cosmic consciousness, synchronicities, coincidences, it is 
you're going to see it on a daily basis. Mm. Oh, the, way yeah. I, the way I see it is that is the fact that I, when, when something tells me take the earliest train and I just did. And I did. Sometimes I didn't. And there you go. And I'll regret it. Mm. I, I built that muscle, if you like, yes. that leaning into that space where you can, oh, I think I have to take the early strain. Oh, I think I needed to say this. Oh, I think I shouldn't say that, but say this. It's just going to come up, really, because um, just uh, I think Dr. Joe said this. The heart knows, but the brain thinks. <laughs> so there you go. So tapping into and trusting your heart can be very difficult. But if you would have, would create that space, even on a day-to-day basis to practice, to listen to your intuition, it, on that small, uh, uh, a small practice, for example, trusting yourself to listen when to, say, take the train, for example, if you do that on a, con- uh, on a continuous basis, because I had to commute to work, and so I take that as a practice. I take that as a, mm-hmm. as a baseline for me to, this is it, this is a mundane, everyday life, but see if I could um, uh, practice. I and love I that. I love mm-hmm. that. I think that's so important. It's not just about the practices like the meditation, like the journaling, mm. although those are central and mm. really mm-hmm. great tools as well. It's also using the things around you in your day-to-day life because we are still here as spiritual beings, but to experience a human existence and experience what it is like to live yeah. a human existence. And we need to bring light to that as well and bring enjoyment to that as well. And when we can use it as our spiritual practice, life as it, our spiritual practice itself Oh, it's just amazing lovely, and it, it helps you show up. It helps you show up, yes, right? Yes, it, 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 And again, that, um, that cosmic consciousness, when you reach that, you are co-creating that physical realm and that of pure consciousness, knowing that we're all connected at the end of the day with everything. If only we just open our eyes, quiet the mind and... Like I said in the previous podcast, if you believe that people would say things like, oh, I wish I had more time for myself so that I could uh, uh, practice some spiritual uh, stuff or I can learn about spirituality, Mm. but I've got kids, I've got this, I've got that. They don't know that their kids is the vehicle for that path of awakening. They just don't know that they can use that. In this sense, I've been using that commute, that train as an everyday, in, in this everyday mundane life as a vehicle for me to kind of, this is my space to practice. It's yeah. going to show me. Oh, that wisdom goes straight to the heart. I love that. I think that's beautiful. And I think people find that mm. hard to do because it's not, I'm going to put quote marks around this if you can't see, it's not seen as mm. spiritual. It's life. But there is no such thing because everything is in itself mm-hmm. spiritual. And that is yeah. just a label that we've given to give these practices and these tools that are not, for example, not seen as normal or not seen as the ordinary day-to-day life. So meditation, yoga, or there's so many different types of practices that we can use now. But if we can master it in life, 
first and then we can begin to like you said build that muscle and then that will help us lean into our practices with even greater awareness exactly it's it's it is that it, it can be I guess because it's so mundane and people would go um no that's just life exactly it's just life but then life is so much more than uh not noticing like I've been trying to practice um and I'm barely succeeding but I'm getting there I know that we're all connected. Um, aren't we all, yeah. though? We're, <laughs> we're all, all getting, getting there. That. We're all on this journey. We're all getting there. It's not... I know there's a few people that have mastered life in this yeah. world, but most of us are just getting by yeah. and getting there. <laughs> and I, I guess if I were to say that when I see you, I see me. When I look at the tree, I look at myself, the reflection of myself. The part of me, then that part of tree... We're all part of the same consciousness, the whole um, creation that came out of nothing, but with the intent of being a tree, with the intent of being human. <laughs> with that practice, uh, it's just, it just giving me, uh, um, every day, on a day-to-day basis, it just gives me more um, and more and more a sense of deep connection with each other because we are, we're all connected. To reach that part of the consciousness, I guess, is, 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 is a lifelong journey in which I can kind of sense and I can kind of feel that I've dipped my toe within that water. Because then when I look at people, for example, I just have a sense of joy I don't even know that person, but I would want to know, want want to hear their story. They are my brother, they're my sisters. We've got different colours, different race, different background, different upbringing. But when I see them, I just have that joy and happiness Mm. to be able to look at another human being, look into their eyes that, you know, asking how are they and, 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 well, thank you for sharing your stories and all that stuff. Apparently, and, and I guess it becomes more and more apparent because we've been staying at home. Um, and when we, once we, you know, once we connect to a, a people socially, it just it just feels different. I guess before mm. we embarked on this journey, we take a life for granted for sure, that meeting people is just the fact that uh, just for the sake of uh, meeting people. So yeah, now that I've been practicing that, I look at tree, I see part of myself. I look at you, I see part of myself. We're all connected in this universe that's been there for 13.8 billions of years. And um, here we are. Mm, I absolutely love that reflection of just using your life as a mirror and really seeing yourself in other people and through that seeing that connection and seeing that joy through those other people and I guess we can also look at the other side as well see how do you think about when it comes to triggers what do you think about when it comes to triggers do you think that we see those in other people as well that darker part of ourselves and those things that are based on our trauma, based on the things that are holding us back, the limiting beliefs, can we see those reflected through other people as well? 
Absolutely. Life is just going to present you where you are not free. Quote by Peter Crone. I really, really like that. Life is going to present you where you are not free. It starts with life, which is basically nonstop. Life and uh, first thing first, life is just unfolding the way it is, the way it's supposed to. And life is a journey, whatever you want to call it. And especially triggers, this is so funny when you ask this. Um, the, when, you, when I say, when I look at other people, I see a reflection of myself. And when, and when that particular person triggers me, that's when I connect the dot. Oh, this is it. The way he or she said things and the fact that it sort of poked something inside me that activate me. This is just a simple example. I guess it's, it's kind of difficult for others to kind of connect the dot. But I have been, I've just been uh, trying to kind of, this is it. When he or she said something that triggered me. This is just one of the examples that we're so connected that whatever, you know, the reflection, whatever, what it just reflects a deeper side, a deeper part of me. Mm-hmm. Me. And, yeah. Oh, 100%, 100%. I see it all the time. <laughs> and I think when we see that, when we begin to have that level of awareness where we can see even those darker parts of ourselves, those more challenging parts of ourselves, reflected back to us. How do we integrate that? Because that is hard. Really, when we see it, we can see it, but we can also choose to make the decision to see it as a way to move forward and heal, or we can see it and be Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to deal with that. I'm not going to bother that. I'm just going to blame it on the other person. I'm going to blame it on my external situation. How do we change that to really use that situation and integrate that situation for our own healing. There's so many ways the way I look at it. I think I like the fact that you said um, to integrate with that because it's all about integration. It's not about killing it or erasing it forever, which is, I, which mm-hmm. I think, delusional. Uh, you can't ever delete that or erase that because, as we said on the previous podcast, the triggers are our teachers. I guess uh, the way I would approach it is just one of the last, uh, one of uh, 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 the things that I probably would have done is curiosity. Start, it just starts with curiosity. What is it that is trying to tell me? What is it that activates me when that person throws something And that's not even related to me, but it sort of activated me. Mm. I guess uh, the way I approach it is with curiosity, um, self-compassion, and just set up myself as a quest, really. Just finding out where is it that's, where is it, where has this come from, this triggers. It'll come up when you ask. You can do it through journaling, through meditation, or even in before sleeping and waking up. The way I sometimes, uh, this one of these practices that I like to share with you is before I go 
to bed, I like to do what I call this recapitulation, which was taught by Deepak Chopra. Before you go to bed, take two minutes, just self-reflect of the day on that particular day, of how it's been, the, uh, from the moment you wake up, take a shower, go to work, blah, blah, blah. Peak event, low event, meaning what event that triggered me or even that it's mundane that you could think about extra detail. And then as you did the whole day of recapitulation, you introduce an intention just before you go to this, um, to your long sleep, you would say, just as I witness my day, I'm going to witness my dream. Show me what I need to know. Now, when you wake up, nothing may happen. But as we return to our baseline, basically that during, during that dream, uh, it's basically the soul that is conscious, that's, be, that's conscious of what's happening. But the body is basically dead, but not quite. So the return to your baseline, the return to your inner being during the wake, uh, uh, during a sleep, I guess it's uh, one of the way that I also, I guess even the mystic from thousands of years ago would interpret something like this. The dream is where you find answers. Even Albert Einstein found out that equation during his sleep, during the dream. And so the return to that baseline of that, which of your soul during the dreams is a perfect way to discover something. Of course, when you dream, dream gets consolidated. Everything seems so random. But then when you wake up, when you are able to witness your dream, you note down what you've dreamt of the night before. Just keep doing it. Just witness, 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 witness. You will then be able to have that ability to kind of witness everything, even the triggers, even uh, the projection of somebody else's anxiety or, or, or triggers onto you. Because when someone is having an anxiety, you get triggered. You can feel the energy. But what is it that makes you feel so anxious because of that person is anxious or that person says something that poked you inside? From that knowing, I guess it's different for, uh, for every person, but that is the kind of things that I've been practicing. That deeper, um, if you like, deep observation, deeper um, observing, being aware of the whole thing, even in waking, mm -hmm. sleeping, and uh, dreaming. Mm. And I love that as well, because I think using that as a healing tool, mm. as you've spoke about here, really then also allows for subconscious work to happen. Because when we're trying to heal sometimes in our day-to-day -day lives, even if we're in deep meditations, there are some things that feel a bit bigger, there's some things that allow us to well need us to go deeper and we can do practices for example NLP or whatever it may be but if we're using those practices 
day to day, well, day to during the night in our sleep, we allow that subconscious mind to guide us to where we need to go for our healing, where we can't see if we're just trying to use the conscious mind or if we're just trying to do it in the waking day, because it's sometimes it's quite difficult to allow that subconscious mind to take over. Yes, yes. I guess in life, you can ask for everything. I, it's just, the it is becoming easy for me to ask and get the answer, at least, not all the time, but at least there's, there's that nudge or there's that poke that, oh, this is it, this is the answer that I've been looking for. Well, like me, I had a little, one of these on ah. my doorstep, I asked to have some guidance. Exactly. Going on the right yeah. path and... This was on the floor or, or, of my apartment. I'm, hold, I'm holding up a little white feather, by the way. Obviously, it's not always like that. Sometimes it's, you know, synchronicity. And, and, and it stuff. will show, for example, you see that angel numbers, for example. It's going to mm, show up in mm. many ways. But because it's so mundane, we ignore it. We often ignore it because we've been so used to ignore everything. Previously, ignore mm. our emotion, ignore signs. Whatever it is that we just ignore because for us, ha, it's so mundane. There's no way that it's there. It's got that connection. But actually there is. If we want to totally go even deeper. It's like even as simple as something on a guy's t-shirt could be the answer that you're looking for. Yes, and when you yes. open your your awareness and your eyes and you ask for those signs and you don't walk around with your head mm-hmm, in your phone mm-hmm. and you allow be open for those things to come oh the way in which they come is sometimes just like right in your face oh so many yeah. times so many times I love I love it I love doing especially in my meditation I love just if there's something that I'm really focusing my energy towards and or I'm a little bit unbalanced with something or confused with something I really like to ask the universe to show me where I'm missing or sign just to just a little bit of guidance and you know that's as we talked about earlier it's just a reflection of what mm, you already mm, know yeah. within yourself but it's just the, it's just life I just, need, I just need a bit of confirmation just just show me a bit of confirmation exactly just for the peace of mind <laughs> exactly exactly and when you when you're mm. open to it and you walk outside, the things that you see when you're open to it, not open to it in a sense of attachment to it, but open like, okay, I'm ready to receive. If you're not ready to show me, that's fine, but I'm ready to receive. And 99.9 times out of 10, you will receive. If you're open and, and you're not looking at your phone and you're really walking and just allowing the life to flow through you. And yeah, I've had so many incidences. My favorite one is when I can't make a decision and it is always without fail. I see straight away a guy with a, a Nike t-shirt and he says, just do it. <laughs> that, <laughs> That's always my, one of my favorite ones that comes up. And that happens a lot when I can't make a decision. And now I know realistically the amount of times it's coming. I'm like, I already know this. It's just reaffirming yeah. what you already know. And there's I like that. The just do it. It comes every time. But it's like I, I know already to trust that part of myself. So why do I keep questioning in it? So I'm trying to practice away from instead of asking those things, more the, the the quieter stuff. So, for example, just to give that bit of reassurance. So when I had my mm-hmm. hair extensions removed, this was about mm-hmm. two months ago. And I was like feeling 
because I just wanted to take them out because the energy was reminded mm-hmm, me of mm-hmm. an old version of myself. And, and when I was walking along and I, I felt a little bit mm-hmm. insecure when I'd had them out because I so used to have them for years. And then there was this big, massive street art and it was, you're a powerful oh. fucking woman, it said. And I was like, that's the universe talking to me right now. Like, and I'm not asking for anything. It just came to me. It just showed me as a reminder. And I like those signs now more so than, can I have reassurance? Because reassurance is, you know that within yourself. Of course, when you start off with the signs, definitely start with the reassurance because it shows you that the universe really is doing that. But when you just open up to life itself and you say, okay, universe, show, talk to me today, how you want to talk to me, how you want to work through me, then the the more oh my God, signs come because you're you're not even expecting the answers in those things. And they come through people as well, which is really incredible Lovely. to see that happen. It, it really is tell powerful. Us, tell yeah. us your I ones. guess we often we become possessed and obsessed whether we're making the right decision or not. Mm. Basically, if, we, mm. if you become obsessed, whether you are making the right decision or not, you are basically assuming that the universe will reward you for one thing and punish you for another, which is such, which is a wrong assumption. Mm-hmm. It is so incorrect mm-hmm, for the fact mm-hmm. that because the because the universe always conspires to help us to achieve what we need. Yes, there are setbacks. Yes, there are obstacles. Yes, there are monkey minds for sure. That is one thing that right there that seems to be in the way but if we if we practice this enough if we practice coming to a space where we would just just become present with whatever it is that we for example uh we know we want to go there i know that it's hard but at the beginning as we as we as we spoke in the very beginning to have that trust is very difficult and we're barely succeeding but we 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 get there we're getting there so mm-hmm. know this that know know this. The universe has got our back a hundred percent of time. And more importantly, it adapts to every decision we make. There is simply yes. no right or wrong decision. Even that right or wrong, it's just a mental construct, really. So uh, totally. uh plus the self-imposed uh limiting beliefs of what works or what doesn't. And um, the things that ego is doing, the calculation, the questioning, the wanting to predict and all that, it is so easy to be dragged into that space. And um, it does take a little bit of practice to drag yourself back to the present moment and just stay focused, stay present, stay calm and trusting that you are on the right path, that you are divinely guided, mm. that when the time comes, everything's going to become clear for reasons that you may not be able to see it on that time, at that time. But there you go. The fact that you are in your new place, this whole thing that you've been manifesting, I see it right through my eyes that, oh, <laughs> look at her. Very well done, girl. <laughs> you can yeah. swear, swear on this podcast. Very fun. well fucking done. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's but, but we all are capable yeah. of course not everyone wants an ap- apartment in ibiza it's all unique in terms of what you actually want for your life and what you want for yourself but we're all capable and we all have that power within ourselves within ourselves it's not outside of you 
those angel numbers and those synchronicities, like we said, are a reflection of yourself. They are not there to guide you in the sense of tell you what to do. You already know this within yourself. The power is within you to do these things, to create the life that you want. And it's like what we said earlier, it's that trust in yourself to do that work, to do that healing, to go through those motions of allowing those things that need to come to the surface, come to the surface, show their face so that you can begin to move yourself through them and step into that step into a new life that you want to create for yourself and that new life is already within you you just forgotten <laughs> about it <laughs> just you know and it's it's finding that again so I love I love this concept and I know you you practice really so much what you preach in terms of that power within yourself and trusting that power within yourself because it's such a central part of yes, the journey yes, right yes I love the way you say it's going to come up to the surface it's going to come up to the first surface and it will Another thing that's going to happen, you're going to, you're going to hit plateau. You're going to, uh, setbacks are going to wait, in, uh, wait for you, it's obstacles along the way. But I want you to know this. Use this affirmation, this powerful, simple, yet forgotten affirmation. When that thing happens, when the monkey mind can, cannot stop calculating everything, when you are so busy and so uh, when you become obsessed whether you've made the right decision or not, say this to yourself, it is becoming easy for me to find coincidences and synchronicity. It is becoming easy for me to trust my intuition. It is becoming easy for me to trust my intuition. It is becoming easy for me to trust my intuition. Keep repeating it over and over again, the universe will show you because you are divinely guided all the time. That spoke to my heart. That was so beautiful. You just have a, such a, I am absolutely in awe, especially with your meditations on Instagram. Like there is just this, and the ones that you do on the radio as well, there is just this purity and wisdom that you have to yourself and your voice Oh, so smooth <laughs> and beautiful you. and the way it comes across. And I just love, I love that you do that. And this is going to show that this going part-time is such a freaking blessing. Yes. Such a freaking blessing to you. I can see that. I can see that energy that's going to come through to you. So what do you feel you're stepping into right now? Is there something that's on the horizon or for you, is it just to go with the universe Go with the universe. Right go go with, with that, that flow. flow. Just keep it simple. Go with the flow. (laughs) See what's there. Beautiful. But yes, so the action is um, I will allow myself some space, some boundary, some Mm -hmm. time, which I don't want to lose again. Mm -hmm. So the fact that going part-time from full-time is a first step, a step for me in kind of allowing the space to be open and allowing whatever it's going to come. Because now that I have the space, I have the time, mm. I have the boundary, I have the opportunity, I'm open. And it's coming. And it's coming. I can feel it. Oh, yeah. It's, it's already there, it's already technically. There, technically. Um, but there is an intent in that consciousness. And that intent, when, when Christ said, let there be light, there be light. I love that. And I think everyone can have that in their life everyone can lean into that right totally so where can people find you jack if they want to connect with you even more i am still at 
Healing with Jack on Instagram. That's my one and only hub, although it's going to grow. But just keep it simple. Instagram, since everybody's on Instagram, at Healing with Jack. That will be in the show notes for everyone. And definitely go and do one of those guided meditations on there because they are amazing. I'll be posting more and more. Love it. Love it. I can't wait. I can't wait. And you know how it ends. Can you please share a Mm -hmm. message from your soul? whatever comes up for you intuitively right now. So um, to be so connected with ourselves, especially during these days, it's, it is so hard. It is difficult. I, I get, I get it. I've been there. Um, when your monkey mind just can't stop judging predicting, running here and there, distraction with our day-to-day life. The return to your baseline, which is the return to your soul consciousness, can be very difficult, but it doesn't have to be. With simple practices every day, such as grounding technique, some affirmations, listening to that resources, tapping into your power of your intuitions that we all have within us. We know, as you said, it's there. It's, it's, it's there. We, we just need some confirmation. It's, it is the most important thing to do right now. I think it's one of the most profound, active, knowing, uh, active, connecting to that, knowing, connecting to that resources, which Mm -hmm. is already there. And all we have to do is just quiet the mind, slow down our breathing, and just trust and just listen. And affirm to yourself that it is becoming easy for me to show, uh, to see the signs. It is becoming easy for me to see synchronicities, coincidences, symbols and signs because life is full of symbols and signs yes it is it seems so mundane for those who are new to these practices but if you were willing to at least entertain and put a bit of curiosity in it you see the magic at the end of the river at the other side of the river oh always your words speak to my heart (laughs) they are so beautiful (laughs) i love it I love it. And I'm so excited for you to take on this kind of new venture. And thank you again for coming on. And I always love speaking with you every single time. It's such a beautiful conversation. And if you want to find out some more about Jack and everything, we have another podcast episode actually from season two. So head back and listen to that one because there's so many nuggets of wisdom and beautiful beautiful parts of that one as well so thank you everyone and thank you jack and i just want to honor you again for everything that you do because it's beautiful and you are serving in the way that is so right for you and i love that thank you thank you emma and again infinite love and gratitude for you allowing me to be part of this consciousness (laughs) i love that thank you so much jack i'll see you later see you later everybody see you And that's a wrap from today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. And I hope you feel even more inspired to share your soul and live a limitless life. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share if you love this episode and head to the show notes to find out how you can get even more involved with the community. 
I'll see you next time for another soulful episode. See you later.